All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Coming in hot is presented by Botano. The game starts now. Here are your hosts, Brent Wallace, Jason York, and Bobby Ryan. We are back where it all started, boys. Uh, welcome to Coming in Hot. I'm Brent Wallace alongside former NHL players Jason York and Bobby Ryan. Uh, 182 days after they began the season in Buffalo, the Ottawa Senators returned to finish the season uh, and for you, Bobby, uh, Craig Anderson likely will play his last game. I know you spent a lot of time with him, including recently you hung out in Nashville. Do you think this is Craig Anderson's final NHL game? Man, I, I thought that four years ago a couple of times. Um, <laughs> it depends. If somebody offers him another 750, he's not saying no. But um, I don't think he'll get that. He's had he's had a really unique situation this year where he's he's kind of called his own shots, been a third goalie at times, been a starter at times, um, and I don't know if that is a long term strategy for any team that wants to get better. So, I I personally do I think it probably is, but I have no insider information on that. I I, I think a big part of him is ready to go home and be in Florida full time and uh, be with the family, but that guy's I don't I don't know I <laughs> I have no idea with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby, that's that's what it, that, that's what everybody thinks till three months in. They're like, "What the hell? What have I done? I want to play hockey." Again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's all, every, everybody thinks there's so much excitement going on. Oh, I'm missing so much, man! I can't wait till I'm retired. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have there's so much I want to do, and all of a sudden, this isn't what I envisioned. <laughs> I, I didn't have that. <laughs> I, I didn't have that one bit. <laughs> I, For the love of the game, Andy's a lifer. He's the he's the oldest guy in the National Hockey League this season. I I hope yeah. for him he gets to pick it if he wants to come back. But I know oh. the family really wants him down in Florida. But is it almost like yeah. the Tom Brady? Yeah, I'll be back this year. This will be it. And then it's like, ah. I'm gonna try it one more year. <laughs> I I could. I'm so 50-50 on this one. I have no idea. This isn't lock of the day. Um, so I'm not, I'm not calling a shot either way here. But if it is, I hope he has a good one, and I hope he, I hope he wins his last game, and that's not to discredit the Sens. I just hope Andy has a personal friend of mine wins his last game. Yeah. Oh, well, showing up the lock of the day early in this one. We'll see how this plays Going out when buff. we get down to it. 
<laughs> wow. Uh, hey, uh, Bobby, what's the weather in Nashville before we get any further here? Um, it's calling for rain, but I was already at the course for an hour this morning. So, uh, it yeah, was sure beautiful. I, sure I got were. 18 in. Yeah, I got it. I got 18 in yesterday. Um, played very well. So I left a few out there that I had to go back and, and get, uh, to work on. So I did that, but, uh, it's calling for rain. It's, it's not looking like it. So I might be back there in an hour. So what would be the temperature? Um, what 72 degrees. Oh, so, we are sitting yeah. in a lovely Stittsville, a balmy 84. Okay. Are you really? Yeah. Still snow on the ground? Is there right. still snow on the ground though? <laughs> there is still snow on the ground. Yes, there is. <laughs> a little bit. I knew it. I knew it. In a few days but, ago, yeah, we had a nice score. Yeah. I just yeah, got none of that uh, here. It's, it's yeah. been gorgeous, man. And no golf here probably till well the public course will probably open next week because they don't they want to start yeah. jamming rounds in, but my oh, course yeah. isn't open. My course isn't open probably till May one. But hey, where it's, where do you uh, play at? I got to come get in those pockets. Yeah, I uh, I currently I just joined uh, Royal Ottawa uh, last summer. Oh, yeah, I like that oh. course. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I'll see you this track. summer then. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you're Bobby. You're always, you're always, your money's always welcome here. Just remember, I've got. <laughs> All right, I've got a hefty cap, but I. But anybody that's shooting the extra tar money to make sure my sticks don't make it on the plane, I know you. Yeah, you're you're shooting. <laughs> I hear you're shooting seventy twos with a nice juicy nine handicap. Like, come on. Who told you that? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Word gets shoot, out. Word shoot, gets out. Shoot. Yeah, I shot 71 and plugged in 82. <laughs> <I'm sick of laughs> You're that guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're just waiting for Ian Mendes to join us. He is in Buffalo. He was at the morning skate. Uh, we are going to have a chat with him uh, and discuss the things with the Buffalo Sabres that are, or the Ottawa Senators that are going on today. Uh, boys, the Ottawa Senators are going to finish the season above 500. They have a chance tonight for 40 wins for the first time since Bobby Ryan was a member of the Ottawa Senators. 2016-17 uh, was the last time also, as we know, the last time they made the playoffs. Uh, so with that being said, for them missing the playoffs for six straight years, Yorkie, is this a successful season for the Ottawa Senators? I think it is. I think it is because I truly believe the rebuild didn't really start technically uh, till last year. I, I don't classify those other years as rebuilding years because those were more like you're selling off. There was real no plan. Uh, it was kind of chaotic. It was very chaotic when Eugene Melnick owned the team. And it's, I, I hate commenting because he's passed away and it's, it's, but you got to call a spade a spade. It just, this was to me, this was really the first year where I felt like things are being done with a plan in place and you know you got to give credit like some some moves that were made were made for now and for the future and in the past you can't say that that was the case here in ottawa like let's just get rid of this guy and get some draft picks get rid of this guy it, it just seemed like ottawa was always in sell-off mode so i listen it's it's never it's never a total success when you miss the playoffs but the reason I, I, I'll say successful, number one, you, ha, you now have a legitimate franchise player. Well, you have two of them. Tim Stutzla coming out party, number one. Brady Kachuk continuing to evolve as the best, I have no problem saying this, the best young power forward in the game. Those two pieces, and then add on the fact, I'll have to say it's a pleasant surprise because nobody saw Jake Sanderson coming out and doing the things he did this year. So center ice position, wing position, defense position, you have three stars all at a very young age. So for that reason, I say it's a, it's a successful season. And, and I'm not, I hate saying that term. I'm not going to say it. They played important games down the stretch. They played some games where you got to evaluate for the first time in a long time what guys can do when a little bit of pressure is on and i and for myself personally i got a chance to say uh, i like what this guy does 
this guy, I'm not really sure if he's a guy that can handle the heat, but it was, so yeah, it was, it was a successful season for me. Well, that was a very meaningful answer. Thank you. Thank you. It's <laughs> well a meaning, done. it's a meaning, it's a meaningful day. Well done. <laughs> no, I was just trying to play off. You, you didn't want to use the word. I know. Uh, I'm not young. God, it's, I'm so sick of that stupid phrase. We're, uh, Listen, I we don't have time a lot of time. I'm, Ian Mendez is on the line. Uh, he's going to join us. Ooh, uh, he can Ian, wait. Welcome. He You're in wait. Buffalo for the big. No, no, we do not keep uh, the greatest Listen, writer no. in Canadian sports history waiting. <laughs> he sloughed. He sloughed me on the Masters pool, and and every single time he writes an article, <laughs> he gets he gets an awesome from me. Next time he's getting a <laughs> meh. <laughs> Guys, how's it going? I apologize. I the uh, the camera is uh, this hotel room in Buffalo. The lighting is just awful. So you've got my real estate photo there. Like this, that's if I ever become a real estate agent. That's gonna be that's gonna be the picture I use. That's an old picture though. Are, Ian, are there mirrors on the ceiling? Not that type of hotel in uh, Buffalo. No, just a standard Marriott. I'm, I don't, <laughs> I don't know why the lighting is so bad, but anyway, we'll move on. I'm glad you joined us. Um, you were at Morning Skate, which wasn't supposed to actually happen? Yeah, it's, it's weird. You know what? I think a lot of us figured that Game 82, it was likely going to be an optional skate or maybe nobody skating at all. And they ended up going out for a full skate. And uh, I got to tell you, it, it's and, – and, and I know Jason and Bobby, you guys have been – through seasons where at the end of the year you miss the playoffs and there's probably a feeling of, you know what, like, let's just get the season done with. I, I can't wait to start my summer. I almost feel the opposite with this group, that they just, they loved being around each other so much that they just wanted one more practice. They want one more game. And um, it's a different feeling here. It really is a different feeling around this group this year. You could feel it at the morning skate today in, uh, in Buffalo for sure. Uh, I got to ask you, I just heard uh, today, and I don't know if you know anything about this, so I didn't mean to throw this at you. Pierre Dorian had a meeting with these players and staff. I don't know who all from the staff were there, where he assured everybody he'd be back next season. Now, I know he has two years left on his contract. Uh, did you hear anything about this conversation yesterday? Uh, no. So, like, I know that they got into Buffalo a bit earlier than usual. Yesterday and, and and Pierre was at the rink today for sure, and uh, you know in terms of an actual meeting that he had with everybody and said I'm back. That part I I honestly don't know. I can certainly poke around uh, a little bit later today. Uh, this is going to be really interesting, right? Like I think Pierre Dorian will be if if he keeps his job beyond this season would be the first general manager in the salary cap era to keep his job after missing the playoffs in six straight years. It's never happened. Like. This has never happened before. So I think it's it's a worthwhile question to ask, like, hey, like you would be the first to, to keep your job. You know, why why do you think you deserve, uh, you know, to, to be the first to keep it? There's certainly some reasons to, to argue why he should. There are reasons why he shouldn't. And I don't know that, uh, that how, like, this is going to come down to the new owner, though, isn't it? Like, at the end of the day, mm -hmm. it won't really come down to whoever's in charge. And it doesn't matter what the four of us say or what anybody else says. It's whoever's in charge is going to make that call. Yeah, I yes. think so, Ian. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Yeah. But you know, and I, let's throw I think this it's out all, there. I, sorry, I think it's all dependent on, on, on which group buys the team too, fellas, because certain groups are more hockey groups, certain groups are more real estate groups, S certain groups will have their own people, certain groups might not. I think it's going to be very yeah. dependent on who buys the team. And that's my point is what if, I don't know, the Remington group comes in and goes, listen, you just run the hockey team. We're not really that invested at the moment. We want to get this real estate thing going. We'll come back to you next year. And like, do they want to give up two years and pay a guy $3 million to not be with the team? Uh, yeah. They've met, right? Pierre Dorian's been, as far as I know, he's been in with all the ownership meetings uh, when they come to town. So I believe he's got an upper hand. I I think he's obviously campaigned to be back next season. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, and, really. I, sorry, go ahead, Bobby. Go ahead. 
No, I I would say, um, and I'll just I'll be brief, but I would say Pierre presents himself very well in in meeting. He comes across very very well spoken and very um, in touch with what his team is at the moment. Um, I, I think he generally gives good interviews. So if he's been sitting in on all those meetings, I'm sure he's presented himself in in a very good light. Um, that's not to say everybody that is listening to him agrees with where he's where the team is. But again, I, I think to Yorkie's testament, it absolutely matters who buys the group. If the team is more con- if the if the group that buys it is more in- more concerned, I guess, about getting the building downtown and getting the real estate around it, they might throw them another year or two because they get to build the way they want after the fact that they built what they wanted downtown. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Bueller. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something else, Yorkie, but as you uh, oh, I'm wa- well, pontificated I'm you. there. Okay, uh, so let's get to the game, Mendez, as, as we move on from the ownership and we continue yeah. to wait to see what's going to happen here. Is um, Did you get a ch- chance to speak to Craig Anderson today? So uh, Craig did an availability. The problem was at, at this point, I didn't know if Ottawa was skating or not. So there was a there was a little window there where we thought, just hang around the Ottawa room because DJ Smith might come out at any minute. And then they, like I said, then they decided to, to do the full skate. So I wasn't in on the Anderson scrum. He is going to start, it looks like, tonight. And what a great way yeah. for him, if this is it for Craig Anderson, to be able to go out uh, against your, your old team and, and the team that really helped, I think, really establish you as a, as a regular in the NHL. Um, I, I got nothing but respect for that guy. I, I think, as, like, when you look back, especially now given the uncertainty in goal for Ottawa, I hope everybody looks back and understands that Craig Anderson, like the stability he brought to that position for a decade, where every year we would roll in, be like, Craig Anderson's your number one. And the only question, the odd time he got hurt, I get it. But for the most part, that Mm -hmm. guy was just capital S stable for 10 years. And it was, it was something to behold. And I think we were really lucky to have him in, uh, in, uh, in Ottawa there for, uh, for, for the better part, like I said, of 10 years. Yeah, no, he's, he's, he's one of the, he's, I don't know if there's been a better goalie through his time that helps lift up teams. Like, remember when he came in from Colorado and he really helped stabilize the net in Ottawa for teams that are trying to find their way and perfect example of Buffalo. He just, he's kind of got that underdog mentality, right? He just, he likes, he likes when he's counted out. He likes when nobody's believing in him. That's just from I have I don't even know Craig Bob, but that's that's the impression I get of him. He likes for me, he likes to prove people wrong. He loves doing that. And case in point, he's in his forties and he's still playing. Like it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's certainly a big. It, you know, I was with him for seven years and and um, close friends and and lots of dinners where he 
he was he was always internally motivated but he he had a chip on his shoulder all the time um and i think that's important for that position i think you i mean there are goalies that are different from that but i think the best goalies do have a chip on their shoulder um and you would never know it because of the way he presented himself in the media and things like that but um he was very very outwardly motivated by by things around him so i know how we felt about him as players every night we thought that we had a chance to win because he could he could steal a game um and he and he did he stole a lot of them for us so i'm i haven't watched a lot of hockey this year i'm gonna sit down and watch this whole thing tonight all right so i think mendez then uh let's see let's see where your head is at ian uh we're gonna give you the botano lock of the day question are you gonna take okay. an ottawa victory for their 40th of the year you're going to back the Craig Anderson win in his possible final game. Are you a Sens fan or not, Mendez? Oh, is that what this is? I have to determine. Okay. You know what? I had a little, uh, can we make this a parlay with, with Botano? I think Ottawa's getting their 40th win and Timmy Stutzler's getting his 40th goal. Wow. Okay. Wow. That's what I think. Okay. okay. Tonight. I'm calling it. What's he at? Is it, okay. It's uh, it forty. What's he at? He's at 30. He's gotten two, eh? Ooh. All righty. Wow. All righty. All right, Mendez. Yeah. Um, okay, so, Ian, as you're there today, what is the feeling around this group? And I know we've talked about how special they are. Uh, and I think when I heard that they were canceling the morning skate and not doing it, I thought that was a mistake for a group that really just likes to be together. Remember, this group, for, for whatever it is, will not be the same next year, obviously. Same every year. Um what do you take away from this game as they get prepared to play tonight? Like, there's nothing you can take away from this game. Look, we've learned the last few years that if you end on a high, you don't bring it into September, October, right? Like, let, let's let's forget about yep. anything to do with the game. But there's a, absolutely a different feeling around this team this year than I've seen in any of the last five years of the rebuild. Where at the end of every year, garbage bag day, there was like kind of drawn faces, long faces. People felt like, I don't know what's going on here. Like, I, I, you know what? I hope that things are headed yep. in the right direction. I couldn't tell you definitively that the arrow was trending in the right direction. I can tell you that today. It really does feel like they're going to have a, at least a 12-point improvement year over year. Like, that, that's pretty good. It's not – I think what's really frustrating when you're – I think when you're around the guys – I had a good chat with Alex to bring it today. And I said to him, are you – you have a little bit of, like, conflicting emotions right now you feel like you had a good season as a team, but you're really disappointed to not be in the playoffs. He says, yeah, that's it. That's it. Like, it was right there. This isn't like last year. Like, if they ended with 85 points and the eighth place, play, uh, place playoff team had 100 points, you'd say, oh, yeah, you know what? We took a step in the right direction. Let's regroup for next year. But it was right there, guys. Like, they should. let's be honest here. This should have been a playoff team this year. Like, they, well, they should have made the playoffs. They were good enough to make the playoffs. Well, Ian... It was there was a time when they had a bunch of games in hand on Florida, and they were pretty well neck and neck with Florida. And you know, one one team, if you want to make excuses, was severely injured down the stretch, and Florida just hit their stride in the last two months. Like they won, Florida won the big games they needed to win, and Ottawa, when they needed to win on that Western road trip, just couldn't get it done for a variety of different uh, reasons. Well, go back. So the Saturday night when they beat. Columbus. They won five in a row. The crowd was yep. chanting, "We want playoffs." They just got Chikrin. They won five in a row. That the next morning when they woke up, they were three points out of a playoff spot, tied with Florida, and games yep. in hand on the Panthers. There you like that, their season. As much as we talk about November submarine them, I think that Western trip where they lost in Chicago, yep. Calgary, Vancouver, that yep. did them in. To me, that did them yep. in. And that's that's goaltending. So, well, it was goaltending, and also, <laughs> and injury. And also and, well, <laughs> also, also too, also too, some guys, and and I'll say Alex DeBrinket, for example, they needed him to step up on that trip, and there were guys that just were snake bitten, right? And they just they had all of a sudden a team that scores goals was having trouble scoring goals, and and they just they didn't have everybody playing 
to the top of their game when they knew. They just had no depth. It was Stutzler, it was Kachuk, and then the drop-off, and Giroux. And the drop-off after that was like like off a cliff. Batherson was good as well. But the depth, to me, of the Ottawa Senators really got exposed on that road trip. Yep. That, that was the trip. We, we talked about it before we went. This was the trip. This was the... This was the this was the time of the year you needed to find wins and guys guys needed to step up. And um, the four that you mentioned did, but there was a major drop-off. And, and yeah, the goaltending was very suspect, but they still found a yeah. way to lose two out of those three games that they just could not absolutely lose between, uh, was it Vancouver and Chicago? You, you can't go into Chicago on a five-game win streak and lose. It just You cannot do it but if you want to be a play, team that's playing at the end of April. To play devil's advocate too, guys, and, and, and Florida was a much healthier team who was the yeah. goalie for the Florida? Who was the goalie for the Florida Panthers getting it done down the stretch? It wasn't Bobrovsky. It wasn't Spencer Knight. It's a thirty-year-old guy. What's his last name? Lion. Like, how did he come from? Where did he come from? It's their <laughs> Dylan Ferguson, right? Like, it's their guy that they just <laughs> randomly put in there, and he started winning games. Exactly, because it, it, it's 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 crazy, and yeah, that's it's their Ferguson, it's their Hamburglar, whoever you want to call them. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Yorkies, I'm sure I'm shocked he hasn't mentioned it yet. Did pick that Florida was going to be in the playoffs uh, at the end of the season. Uh, Mendez, last question before we let you go, and that <laughs> yeah. and that is, if if you had nine million dollars. Are you paying Alex DeBrinket uh, next season to be on your hockey team? Ooh, that's a good question. Like, am, like I would try and sell this. Look, look, first of all, I want to go on the record and say I'm always a player guy. I always, I'm always a fan of when players go get big contracts. I feel like players put their bodies on the line. I, I, I never get mad at a player for signing a big contract. So I want Alex DeBrinket to go get paid, just like I wanted Tim Stutz to get paid, and I want Jake to get. I want them all to get paid. Okay. But here's what I would try and sell the Brinkett on if I'm Pierre Dorian and I'm in charge. I would say, look, we're making a decision as an organization that Timmy and Brady are the ceiling. They've done that in Boston for years with yes. uh, you know Bergeron and Marshall. Everyone has to fall in line. We love you. We love you at eight, or we love you at seven, seven, five, or like we love you at the Josh Norris stuff, whatever it is. But we can't do this at nine for a long term. Like we might be able to squeeze you in on a one, if we got to play this out on the on the qualifying, fine. But that can't be the number moving forward. And if you want this to be a place where we win and we all win together, then you're going to have to come in a little bit less than than eight and a half. And that's the conversation you have to have, right? And then if you're Debrinket, you have to sit down. Like, And I had a good chat with him today. Like, you know, he's got a, a young baby and, and his wife. They got to make a decision, right? They've come to a new country. They have yeah. to decide. Mm -hmm. Is this what we like? And but he's such a chill guy. Like he, like he doesn't strike me as the type of guy that's like he's looking for Broadway or he's looking for for a big market. Like I think he just wants to go where he's respected, where he loves his teammates, and he and he has a chance to win. And I do think that that's Ottawa. I I think you can get this done if you can convince him to come in at you know at, at that number below Brady and, and Timmy. But if, if but if he feels like he can get more. I never begrudge the player ever. Yeah. Just go get paid. No. You, Fifteen years from now, you're not going to have the ability to go make nine million dollars a year. So, who am I to tell yeah. you that you should take less? Go, go get paid. I say. We'll see how this plays out. <laughs> go get paid. I love it. I love go it. Go get paid. Secure <laughs> the bag. Uh, so, Ian, here's here's my question. While we got you on here, we all know the best time to make a deal is at the draft. If you're going to have so many more teams in play, everyone's everyone's draft picks are there. I think you got to get this done before the draft because if, if you just qualify him, he's there, all of a sudden the leverage goes to the player and then you're kind of, you're not going to have as many dance partners. So for, for me, I, I don't know about you, but I, I would think you got you to have this conversation long before the draft, get working on an extension and then know if you can do it or not. And then if the player doesn't want to do it by the draft, then you got to make the tough decision of, 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 of trying to, like, to, to get something back that's going to help you because you're going to be a really good team for the next one, two, for the next, for the next little while, Ottawa is going to be a very good team. So I, I just, they can't let this linger in the next season. That's just because um, they're going to lose the leverage. No. And, and look, Pierre Dorian has been through this before with Mark Stone. 
This was this was Mark Stone to a T, where you basically walked that guy uh, into unrestricted free agency and then had to make sort of a, uh, a I don't want to say panicked move, but certainly a, a move under duress at the deadline with Vegas, right? And so yeah. you don't want to do that. You don't want to get to next February, and what if you're not in the playoff spot? And you've got to brink it, and now you got to flip them out. You're, you, you, it's not ideal, right? I, I'm with you. I think option A yeah. is you try and sign them seven times eight, eight times eight, whatever it is. If you can't do that, I do think that the time to move them uh, would be now. And then you can try and sell your fan base on, hey, uh, those thirty goals or whatever that you're missing from him, we're going to get those back with Josh Norris. And when Josh comes back, we'll get yeah. those goals back, and 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 we need to address some other areas. Fine, but. You go, I'm with you. you. Every every day that moves on from today forward, um, the leverage swings into the DeBrinket camp's favor. Like Jeff Jackson's got to just be sitting back and saying, "Okay, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> what do you want? Like, like, th- this is all they get to call the shots here." And that, but that's the beauty of unrestricted free agency. Like, this is why players structured. This is why Jeff Jackson structured Alex's contract the way he did. A few years ago, and Chicago is probably thinking, "Thank God this is in our mess uh, to inherit." Yeah, is this is why, and this is why uh, uh, Craig Oster did Matt Kachuk's contract same way. Like, you so, give your client a ton of leverage in his final year of RFA, and this is exactly what's happened for DeBrinket. So, w- let me ask you this, and I'll any Ian, Bobby, Wally, you got a player that's this young. He's got four. He scored forty goals. Why in the first place would Chicago get rid of him then? They're getting rid of everybody, though. They're terrible. I was going to say, yeah, apart. yeah, that was a complete yeah, but... fire to sail down there. But I, yeah, I, I understand where your question. You don't from, want but Alex Debrinket scoring forty if you're trying yeah. to get Connor Bedard. The last thing you want yeah. is Alex Debrinket scoring goals. Yeah, I guess, but. You know. I get where you're looking at it from the other side, Jerky, but I, I, having known some players through there in the last couple of years, um, yeah, just about everybody was right. on their way out, and and he was a guy that could get the most for, so he was kind of the first domino to fall on the way yeah. out. Um, I don't think it says anything about the player. I just don't think they looked at him as saying he's going to be an eight million dollar guy for us when we want to be in last place. Yeah, and you point. free up nine million dollars. Yeah. So, um, Mendez, yeah. I don't want to keep you any longer. I have one one quick final question. Um, yeah. Which rebuild is further along, Buffalo or Ottawa? Ooh, it, you know what? It's a great question. You know, I, I went back, I re-listened to, I keep all of my, my audio. I went back to opening day, DJ Smith was in Buffalo. And <laughs> uh, October 13th, he said, you know, boy, us and Buffalo were on the same path. Uh, and 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 he kind of answered the same question today from somebody else, and 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 as we sit here today, I kind of feel like they're the exact same team. Both of them are the exact same team. Where your your real question mark is in goal. I think the Sabers at least have their guy. Like uh, the kid Devin Levi seems like he's legit and maybe as ready as next season, ready to go. Uh, but I, I think that they're, they're, I think they're both about a half step ahead of Detroit. I think Detroit feels yeah. like they're a little bit further behind. And but now the question is for 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 uh, Ottawa and Buffalo, they have to look at the Eastern Conference standings now and say who's coming out to let us in. Pittsburgh and Washington have started their regression, so they're no longer like like look at this list here, and tell me who's coming out. I guess you would say the two wildcard teams would be arguably. The most vulnerable, but the Islanders have really good goaltending, pretty good structure. Uh, the Panthers have yeah. a really good collection of talent. There's, there's no team that's sitting in the top eight that I can sit here and tell you they're absolutely trending in the wrong direction. Florida maybe a little bit, but yeah. boy, I, I'd hate to bet against a team that just won the President's Trophy a year ago and made the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, oh, hey, yeah. Before you, before you go, Ian. I, I got a question for you. Yeah. And this is this is hockey pool weekend. And by the way, you're getting an invite to the uh, Yorkie hockey pool. Okay. I, not I won't stiff no. you like I did with the Masters. I I, I yeah. made a huge mistake there. That was that was <laughs> Wally, no excuse. <laughs> Wally, no excuses. Get the nail out of your wallet you're into. Bobby was in the <laughs> Masters pool all the way from Nashville. So people are wondering if you have the first pick 
in a playoff pool, who are you picking? I mean, it's like it's got to be McDavid. Like, I don't know. Like, like I, I don't even know that there's a conversation to be had on anybody else. Is there? Like, I think mean, the Oilers look like they might be the best team no. in the West. This guy statistically no. had the best year of anybody in in a generation. Uh, he, he the last last year in the playoffs, he was unbelievable. Um, I, I don't even think it's close. I, I don't think you can make a legitimate debate for anybody outside of McDavid. If you're sitting with the number one, the, the great debate starts at two, just like it does with the Hart Trophy. Like, who you're taking second. Yeah. I mean, you could make a case for Dreisaitl. I think McKinnon you would maybe make a, a case for. But Pasta. I don't know. Pa- Pasta knock. Mendes, I mean, uh, what a year. The, yeah. Bruins are, the Bruins are pretty good. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, they're not, Mendes, they're not is bad. your vote in? Is no, you, you know what? Like my uh, no. So uh, the deadline is the first day of the playoffs. So I'm sitting there with my ballot. Okay. And if you guys want to talk okay. me into so, anything or out of anything, you let me know. Because yep. you know, one of the things I do okay. try and do is try and various people to tell me what they think of this. Because uh, I, it's a it. To me, I'll be honest with you. I think it's silly that writers are the ones that vote on player awards. I, I think that should come mm-hmm. from mostly the players. But a little bit, you know, maybe you create a committee or some percentage of it. But it's, it's got to be the players. Like, nobody knows the game like the players. Like, I – anyway. But yeah. it's, well, so to me, it's a big responsibility. That's the what they did idea. by giving us a podcast. They, they knew me and Yerky were the <laughs> guys to listen to. That's why they're paying that's us right. the big buck, eh, Yerky? <laughs> oh, yeah. I love the committee idea, Ian. I love that idea. It's a great yeah, – I, I, it, should, it I'm, should be a... – Yeah, I'm pro-committee. Like, from Ottawa, Ian, we're like we need realistically, okay, yeah. I, let let me ask you: How many games this year did you watch? What do you mean, like outside of NHL? Ottawa? In the yeah, in Ottawa, the entire league, watch... there's like what twelve games. It's like, I mean, so I watched. Point is, it, it's impossible. It is impossible. It is impossible. Like uh, I, I watched virtually every. If I wasn't at every Ottawa game, I watched. TV, maybe except for two or three of them, I would watch. Yeah, and maybe I watched another 30, 40 games over the course of the season with different right. teams. And then, yeah, but it is, it's impossible. And and so that's why I think it's important to, you know, talk to as many people as possible. Try, like, the, like to me, the Norris debate is the one where I'm going to have a really hard time because yeah, it yeah. seems awfully polarizing. You have Eric who had 100 yeah. points, which I think yeah. is just ridiculous. But then you have other people saying, you know, what Hampus Lindholm did was unbelievable, or Adam Fox and McAvoy, or yeah. like whoever. Like, there's there's cases to be made on four or five defensemen. Like, that's the that's the biggest one for me. Norris Trophy. Ian, how many? T- here's here's a, out of curiosity as we're talking on this. How many times have you watched Maddie Beniers play a full game? Maybe four times. Three. Well, no, three times. Like the two Ottawa games, and I think I watched a Kraken. Uh, yeah. they just, they smoked somebody early in the year and it was a, uh, anyway, yeah, maybe three times. It's crazy, right? Now, and, and, sit down with this rookie of the year thing and it's a challenge because I've seen what Jake, I've seen Jake every Sanderson every night. Yeah. And I think exactly. what this guy's done is unbelievable, but I think what Me Owen too. Power right. has done is unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I, I no, I, I, uh, yeah. I, uh, I read your article on Power and Sanderson. I agree. They they have to be in the conversation for playing arguably the toughest position next to goaltender and doing what they've done. It's it's absolutely incredible. So now it's 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 a great debate with the committee and how you vote on the awards because it's 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 it is time wise impossible. I always say this, Ian. Could you imagine voting on the Oscars? And you ask somebody else's yeah. opinion on the movie. <laughs> what do you think of that movie? Ah, oh, it's good. Okay, I'm going to vote for it based on what you saw. How stupid! Yeah, is that? that's exactly it. Yeah, I know it that, is. That's, it ba- is. that's basically what, that's basically what we're doing. That's basically what we're doing. What do you think of the movie? Yep. Oh, it was good. Okay, I'll vote for that movie too. Then, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Last uh, and seriously, last question uh, is Sanderson. Yeah, your there's pick been for five the last questions, guys. This is uh, this I is know. Good. Yorkie doesn't listen. <laughs> trying I keep to get saying the last question. <laughs> 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 K- 
Okay. Are you, who's your number one pick for the rookie of the year? Boy, you know what? So I've debated between, like, like for me, Sanderson's a finalist, but not number one. Um, I think it's it's down to Powers and Beneers for me. It really is. And I, and I think Owen, like, Owen Power, if you look at, like, the minutes that he's played for a team that was in the conversation for a good chunk of the year, like, it's really remarkable, like, what he's done. But Beneers is, is produced offense at a greater rate than any other rookie. Kraken are going to the playoffs. Um, I, I'm not as big on Stuart Skinner, only because, like, if he had played a few more, like, if he had played 50 games, or 55 games. I don't know what the number's at right now for him, but I think he's he's fewer than 50 games. Uh, I don't know. I I feel like like the, like if I don't think Stuart Skinner is the biggest reason why Edmonton is having success. Let me put it that yeah. way. I think there's some other factors there. Um, okay, Mendez. Uh, Stuart Skinner yeah. started 47 games and played in 49. Okay. okay. See, so like I said, he hasn't played 50 games. <laughs> No, uh, I, <laughs> Wally, Wally's, I Wally think, loves Skinner. He loves Skinner. I, you had him on our rookie of the year board. I, you did. Yes. Yeah, I had four people, three. Maddie Beneers, Owen Power, Jake Sanderson, and Stuart Skinner. Uh, I think Jake Sanderson is a finalist and he, he probably won't win, but he's, uh, we've already told you all the reasons why I think he should be a finalist. Um, that's my pick. I would, I'd probably vote for Jake Sanderson. Yeah. 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 But that's okay. You're, all right, Mendez. It's going to be, it's, it's nap yeah. time. Yeah. It is nap time. Well, no, it's too late for a nap now. Oh, oh, five extra questions cost us. Exactly. <laughs> Hold on. One more question. Well, if, if Ian stays any longer, he's got to read a, he's got to read a promo. A sponsor read? Yeah. Read. I, I listen, I listen to your, I listened to your pod on the way down to Buffalo the other day, uh, yesterday, and I was listening to Bobby's live. It was like a pro, a, a pro's read from Bobby. Hey, man, <laughs> right, all right, well done. See, I catch a lot of flack think? around here, Ian, but the people love it, and and you've spoken. Yeah. So we got to get an article yes. up yeah. on that on the Athletic. <laughs> hey, <laughs> That's right, Amanda, Mendez. What do you? What do you? By the way, what do you think of the the, the handle Brent Bitterman? Does Brent Bitterman have legs? Do you like it? Do we keep it? I love it. it. I love the alliteration. Brent, Brent Bitterman. Bitterman. Yeah. <laughs> he hates Listen, it. Listen, he's got to embrace his, his bitterness. Mic. You're done. Oh my god! I'm just trying to speak for the people. I'm just giving you an honest opinion. <laughs> um, all right, Mendez, take care. Thanks for your time. Enjoy the game tonight, right, and I appreciate it. We yeah. uh, see we're you. Make you back. Come back on after yeah. the end of the season. Yeah, you you got it, guys. Anytime. Have a good one. Thanks, pal. He's he's so jolly, eh? He's the jolliest sportscaster we're in the nation's cats. Just just stop it. Basically, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Bob Bob is jolly. Uh, You are not. Mendez is always jolly. Bobby's on the golf course all the time. I'd be jolly, too. That goes a long way, doesn't it? Every now and again, That's I wake true. up and yeah. choose something else, but most days I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy. <laughs> yeah. See, meanwhile, I've got to do stuff. Okay. Yeah. So I got to get the kids to school. I got to pick them up, take them to hockey. All I got a lot of stuff on my plate. Let me ask you Here's this, Wally. Grind. Are you the guy, are you the, are you the angry end boards dad? The guy that's behind the glass complaining, yelling, banging on so the glass. No, so here's what I do. Uh, I got tired of standing around parents who are yelling yeah. at everything. So I brought my camera. And for the last eight years, I take pictures uh, ah, for most of the like time. That. So I stand by myself and just take pics. Do you, you leave the lens cap on out. and just people have no idea? <laughs> <laughs> no battery in the camera. And yeah, then guys uh, to are, give them out there. to all the kids. That's so awesome. you are what I call so, you're you're the you're the lone wolf. You're up in the corner, the lone wolf yep. dad by himself. Coffee, yep. leave me alone. So I like it. So I was, be me. I here, and one of the reasons was I was on the bench for one year, uh, very early on, and uh, one of the, it was the final game of the season, 
And on the opposite side, there's that Senseplex for anybody who's aware of how they're set up, Richcraft. There's a stand, there's a, an elevated spot at the top, like a patio, whatever. And the dad is yelling at his kid to stay on the ice. And he's like, stay on, stay on. And so afterwards, I, and by the way, the kid is on the ice or he comes off the ice. He's like, my feet are killing me. I can't skate. I'm like, we'll just get you out when you can. So um, afterwards, I saw the parent. I was like, what are you doing? And he's like, well, he was coming off. You were taking him off too soon. I'm like, you know, his skates are killing his feet. He's not, we didn't ask him to come off. So that was what really set me off is that parents yelling at their own kids to be like, I don't care how much pain you're in. Stay on the ice and skate. And I was like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. I can't. I, I can't. Blame that was you. it. That was the only time. <laughs> I didn't want to be on the bench uh, anymore. The amount the, of texts uh, I get about going on the bench and doing one-on-ones down here, and I'm like, no, I'm sorry, no, <laughs> there's not a chance. I'm out. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm putting the skates on for one reason and one reason only, and that's my little guy. And when he wants to skate, we'll skate. But that's it. So yeah, it's, by, uh, it is tough. It. So a guy I used to coach with, good friend uh, uh, Jake Power. He's an old, he's from Newfoundland, he's old school. And he used to say to his son, you're not getting off the ice unless you're really hurt or you're dying. And we're playing in a tournament once and his, the kids are like, Adam and his son's lying on the ice and he's trying the fireman's crawl to the bench. He's like, I'm not going out to get him if you lie on the ice. So anyhow, he finally gets back to the bench, taken to the hospital, ah, his leg was broken. <laughs> Oh my goodness! <laughs> We're laughing. At so he goes, he goes. He goes. Well, I'm gonna believe him next time he lies on the ice. Yeah. yeah. Like maybe Jeez. we could just let people do the jobs that we've entrusted them to do for the year. So anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, I've just seen a lot of nonsense. I was also on the board of one of the minor hockey associations, and it was it was just awful. So just we'll get into nonsense. that someday in the summer. We'll have a we'll have a minor hockey chat, mm -hmm. shall we? Um, sure. Anyway, uh, back to uh, some perhaps some send stuff, if you will. I don't even like. I got to check the nerd report. I don't even know where we're at. Um, by the way, Max Gannett is going to play tonight on the blue line. So him and Tyler Clevin are expected to be a pair. I can't imagine how much they're going to play together, uh, given that uh, Tyler Clevin is just himself beginning in the National Hockey League. Um, a couple of notes about that. One, Gannett will be the seventh player this season to make his NHL debut for the Ottawa Senators, and two. When he does take to the ice, all six uh, draft picks from the 2019 draft will have played at least one game, which is crazy. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Given that, like, I think if you look up the averages around 50%-ish that make the National okay. Hockey League out of a draft, uh, to have all of them play one game is pretty impressive. And I, I think, again, it goes to Trent Mann and the work he's done by able to find these people. Like, even the 2020 draft. Yeah. Uh, seven players out of nine, I think, have seven out of ten have made have played at least one NHL game too. Like that's that's just it's really good to see what they've been able to do with their draft picks. Yeah, yeah, he's very them. very good at what he does. Yep. And unfortunately, this year they've traded away all their picks, and so he won't be very busy. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, back to. I'm interested to see Max Gannett. I thought he played really well in this training camp uh, and in rookie camps and stuff. I like his game. I'm hoping uh, – I know it's a reward to play in the final game, but I'm hoping he gets to be able to enjoy it and plays a pretty good game for himself. Yeah. No, it's, it's from all yeah. – from all, everything I've heard about him, he's had a real good year, puck-moving guy. Uh, they're rewarding him for what he's done this year. And special place in my heart, seventh-round draft pick. Always tough when you're picked that yep. uh, that late, and he's actually getting a an opportunity probably sooner than he would have expected because usually you're you're marinating for at least three years down there before you get a sniff as a seventh rounder. Yeah. So good on him, yeah. good on him for having a good year. Yeah, he probably got on that bird yeah. yesterday and was like, "Well, oh my goodness, look at all this food. <laughs> where's hey. the uh, where's, where, where's the jar yeah. where we pay for the Snickers?" <laughs> so, that, oh, have a good night and yeah, have a good steak on and the that, flight home and eat up, eat up, bud. Enjoy it. And that's a and that's a nice little uh, a nice little summer bonus because he's going to get probably he was there for practice three four days of NHL pay. It'll go into yeah. his summer slush yeah. fund. That's always nice when you're in the minors. I'm yeah, guessing yeah, he got two did. days if the Sens did it right. They're yep. they, they knew they're not did, calling yeah, them up yeah. any quicker than they have to. 
<laughs> that's fair. No, two days pay is better yeah. than two days pay in the American League. He's that's a bonus. Exactly. That's a nice big bonus. That's a nice day. Uh, all right. Hey, quickly, we're just lucky. And I want to move on. Yeah, we're just lucky. I had a we had a guy that got called up. Uh, Dan Sexton was his name. Uh, we were we were pretty thin in Anaheim. He got called up and he ended up being in Nashville and was up for two days and lost money because Nashville doesn't care what you make in the NHL. You paid that luxury city tax, twenty five hundred bucks, right. and he lost money to play in the NHL for two days. You have to pay that twice a year in a fiscal year, no matter what, no matter what your salary is. So if you're playing, it's costing you money. So I remember him coming up and he's like, "This is awesome." And somebody told him, and he's, it was just like, "What? <laughs> what do you mean? I had no clue." So we were like, "Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be writing a check tomorrow for the boys." <laughs> All of a sudden, you that's see him like putting it's so bad. <laughs> oh, that's awful. That's funny. Um, do you think Mendez brought it up? Do you guys think that Tim Stutzla is going to get to if he gets two goals, he gets to forty goals and ninety points? on the season mm-hmm. tonight. What do you think, Bob? No, because you, I mean, the law of averages just don't say you're going to score two, right? Um, so no, but I would love, I mean, I would love to see it. I'd love to see, I'd love to see him hit 90 points for himself, whether it's two goals or not. Um, I, I certainly think he gets on the board. He finds a way most nights, but no matter how good you are, unless you're Connor David, it's still hard to put two points up a night in this league. So betting on two to a two point game is always tough to do. Yeah, it's tough. I, I, I didn't think he would get this far. I, I remember we had this discussion a while ago. The only thing he's got going for him is Buffalo plays wide open, loosey goosey fire wagon hockey like this. This ain't going to be a tight checking game. So if there's a game, if there's a game, he's got a chance of the odds going up of getting two goals. This is probably it because I don't think I don't think the Sabers the Sabers aren't going to play a lot of D, but you got Anderson in who's probably going to play a real. He's not. I I don't see Craig Anderson getting lit up in this one in his last game. No. But yeah. Who knows? I I originally said no, but I I think there's a chance just because I I think it's going to be wide open. So and and. Who knows? Did we think Drew was going to get three points when he needed two to get to a thousand? Yeah. So it's, it's been a year. It's been a very unpredictable year when you think you got it figured out, then you don't. Very true. Uh, (laughs) By the way, Tim Stutzla has seven, two goal games this season and 30 uh, multi-point games. See, that's the thing. If he gets, if he gets one early, the, I mean, he's you never know. It. He's had, he's had, yeah, if he gets one early for sure. I just, I, I, from the betting standpoint, and we know how good I am at that with my record this year, I'm just going to say no. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see it. Yeah. yeah no. The only place I'm good I'd at betting is on the first tee. <laughs> <laughs> Negotiation. Yeah. Uh, um, okay. So people talk about me maybe being a little ornery sometimes. Uh, Bobby Ryan, uh, you upset some people with a tweet you posted. Just threw it out there in the middle of the Masters. Uh, oh, call it hockey so bad. Man. Um, well, I was watching a repeat like of one of the walk games it ba- I was on. No. Do you want to walk no. it back? Do you want to like a po- <laughs> No. Um, all right. So, so give your side of this. So... I actually responded to a couple people that said, here's a list of the great players that have come through. And I'm saying, I'm, I said, I never said there weren't good players in every place that hockey's played college, the CHL, the minors, there are good players that are going to stand out and make it to the league from everywhere. But when I'm watching the third and fourth line in college hockey, I'm going, Oh my goodness, what is happening out there? And everybody's got cages on, so everybody's running around a million miles an hour because they're not worried about getting stuck in the face. They're not worried about getting punched in the head after a scrum. I just, I was so frustrated watching one of the games that I watched that I, I, I'm not, I'm not walking it back. Probably shouldn't have tweeted it, but you know, Twitter doesn't pay me, so <laughs> I tweeted it. Um, but it, I, I did, I can't watch the game. I can't. Okay, There's so some... I, this is a serious question. Um, do you think? the CHL Canadian hockey league is that much better than NCAA hockey. So, and this, and Yorkie, you can back me up on this. If you agree, I, and I think most people would, this is where it gets interesting is 
if you're putting a CHL team out against a college team, you're going to have 16 year olds playing against 23 and 24 year olds in some cases. Yeah. And that is a major yeah, difference. But if you're taking the best players and I, I'm just going to use the 19 and 20 year olds from junior and we'll say the overagers, right? The overagers from junior and um, the 19 year olds that have come out of the draft versus the 19 and 20 year olds in the NHL. I don't think it's close. I think the CHL would, would mop the floor with them where college gets better is they have, they have 23 and 24 year olds that played a couple of years of junior, you know, deferred to play more hockey and there's nothing wrong with that. But I just think across the board, the CHL is a much better place for 19 and 20 year old hockey players. All right. So I've watched a lot of uh, the OHL cause my son was there. The, o the OHL is a mini NHL. That's, that's what it is. It's a miniature yeah. version of the NHL. They run the same rules the half Pfizer's on they play a ton of games to me it's the best place to play if you are a premier player if you're if you're a guy that's one in the top of the food chain it's great i, I don't love the ohl f as far as developing people colleges to that's me college fair, yeah college beats the oh they beat the pants off the ohl in that thing because all you got to do, and I know this from playing there, all, all you have to do in the OHL is worry about playing hockey. So, true, and that's not a good, that's not a good thing. That's not a good thing. Um, but if, if, if you're a really, really good player, you're going to get developed there because they're going to play the snot out of you. You're going to play all the time. You're going to play a ton of games. You're going to get good coaching. Uh, you got the best of the best. And you're just doing it more often than you're in college where college is, college is better for the late bloomer. It's better for the late bloomer. And at the end of the day, Bob, you just said it. If you're good, you're good. It doesn't matter where yeah. you play. You're, you're going to find a yep. way to get there. True. Very true. Yeah. The, I will say, though, I guess in the defense of all that is there's too many leagues. It feels – or there's too many teams, right? Of all of the CHL teams across the country, add in all the NCAA D1 schools. On top of that, people playing in Europe. It's just – it's just watered down. You just can't possibly put that many people on the ice and have that much talent. And I think that's your point. Yeah, no, I, I would agree with that. Um, and, and then the other side of this is, and Yorkie just said it best, college is much better for the late bloomer because they didn't get the sniffs at 16, yep. maybe 17 to play in that, that league. Um, and this is my defense to this is, is because they weren't good enough to play in that league. So they went to another one that gave them a chance to become better players, but they're doing it at 23 and 24, right? Um, that, that's my, yep. and I do agree with you. There's too many leagues and it's very hard for a 16 year old to decide I'm never going to go to college because I have to sign this contract in the CHL. So that's why yes. a lot of American players yes. will go the, the different route. I think it's too young to make yeah. them make a decision, but you know, it, it's, it's the reality. It's I had to go through it. It's, it's not fun because I wanted to go to college. I wanted to play college hockey, but um, yeah. I'm glad I didn't at this point. <laughs> why did you want to go to exactly. college hockey because i was an american kid that grew up watching college hockey i wanted to play at the university of michigan commit it um and i never knew a thing about the ohl the whl until the year beforehand when they sat me down and said you you want to come up here and i looked at the saginaw spirit who were just starting plymouth whalers i went to all these games and i was like why would i ever choose to play college hockey over this experience right here i could play in this league next year um and then I ultimately made the decision that I did, but uh, most American kids don't know much about it until they're 12, 12 to 15 and they're starting to look at it. And I had no clue. I was playing in California, right? No clue what it was um, until the year before. Yeah. So, all right, I'm just curious, cause you and I have never had this conversation. What switched you to make you go to the O rather than, you just didn't want to wait to play college? I didn't, I, I didn't want to go to the NTDP program. Um, I wasn't sold on the experience. Um, and that had a little bit to do with it. But at the same time, I looked at this and thought, I can play 68 games guaranteed next year versus whatever the NTDP was going to be playing. I'm going to practice every single day. I'm going to get... I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm going to get paid you're not getting paid, but you're going to have money in your pocket to go to lunch. <laughs> like, yeah. And I had come off a yeah. tumultuous past. Yeah. I didn't have that luxury otherwise. So I had to make yep. a decision to, to do that. But what ultimately swayed me was Bobby Clark and, and um, Mike Fuda yeah. kind of all sitting me down. My agent sat me down, who was Mark guy and said, Bobby, I, 
and, and I was a little naive, but nobody told me I was going to be a top five pick. They said, they said, you're going to be a very early first round pick. I just had no clue. I knew I was a good player. I didn't know I was going to be in that area. Um, so when they told me that they were like, take your shot, but go develop as a player and you'll get more of that development as a player in the OHL. And I think I did. When, when you're in the pipeline like that, that's I, I like to call that the pipeline. You're in the pipeline for success where you're going to have a lot of people. You got to be good to do it, but. That's, yeah. that's the perfect, that's the perfect storm when you go to the OHL, because you, the odds are, if you do everything in your power and you're a good player, your odds, they always say the odds of making the NHL aren't that high. Well, they go up drastically when you're in that, when you're in that pipeline of being a good player, good situation. You got, you got Newport sports, lots of people around you helping you. And then yeah. it's up to you as a kid. So it's that, that's to me, that's when you do the junior thing, because you're, you're going to get there quicker. You just are. So how long did it take you to figure out where Owen Sound was? <laughs> Ooh, I, oh, man, that was up there. Um, I, I did. I had to – well, I I remember Mike Fuda called me after the draft, and I didn't watch the draft. I had no idea. I hadn't made a decision either way. Um, and I got a call from Futes and the Owen Sound attack, and they was on speakerphone, and they called me, and I was outside playing lacrosse with my billet family and had no idea that the draft was happening. So Futes was like, congratulations. I said, oh, thank you very much. He said, we'd like the opportunity to have you up to pitch you. And I said, okay, sounds good. I gave him like non-committal answers all the way across the board. And I guess he told me this a couple of weeks ago when I was in Owen Sound. He said, I hung up the phone and thought I lost my job <laughs> because you, you had no care <laughs> in the world. Um, I did Google it later that afternoon and found out where it was. And um, the pictures the pictures didn't really help the situation. But when I got there, I fell in love with it. I like, absolutely <laughs> fell in love with the city. I was like, I'm not going there. <laughs> but um, absolutely love the place when I got there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, I, 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 yeah, I never, I never talked to you about your OHL story. Um, quickly, let's get to lock of the day as we uh, wrap up the uh, regular season for the Ottawa Senators. They play game eighty-two against the Buffalo Sabers, which they played game number one against. Brought to you by. Oh yeah, we haven't done sponsor reads. We'll have to do that in a sec here. Brought to you by Botano. Go to Botano.ca. Uh, same day, same live game betting, uh, same game parlays, all kinds of stuff when you go to Botano. Uh, the game starts now, online sportsbook and casino. Uh, all right. Uh, I will start just because I, I don't think I've started at all this year, but I'm going to make it pretty quick. I am taking the Ottawa Senators. I don't think there's any reason to think that they're not going to want to win this game. Uh, Craig Anderson will be at his best, and they'll want to win for him, but I just think that they're going to uh, beat the Buffalo Sabres tonight. Mm-hmm. Yorkie? Yeah, I'm going to agree, Wally. I think uh, Ottawa's power play, it hasn't been statistically as good, but, I man, I love that power play. I, I think they'll be fine playing a running game, run-and-gun style. Um, sounds like Sogart's going to play. He's playing well. So I, I think Ottawa's yeah, going to yep. finish the season on a high note with a victory. So... I, I, I think the Sens are going to win, but I'm not going to take them um, because I want I, I want Andy to win his last game. And this is nothing personal. I just want Andy to see. I, well, it is personal for Andy and our and our well, it is personal. Although he's ghosted. I texted him at the beginning of the show. It's been an hour and he's ghosted me. So I got to figure that out. Um, but I do, think, uh, I do think that he finds a way, if this is his last game, to win. I think he's going to leave it out there. I think he's going to shut the door for him. Um, and... If they're going to play a run and gun style, that's that's the goal you want back there, honestly. So I'm taking them, but this is no. It was kind of a pick them. I went with a personal relationship. I have twenty dollars on this game that the Ottawa Senators will win. Yeah, so all right, we shall. I see. accept Venmo. I'll, I'll 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 throw twenty in against you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, f- oh, uh, by the way, before we uh, we're going to wrap it up, but uh, Bobby, you can have. Uh, you can have Renfrew Pro today. Okay. Okay. Um, now, Yorkie, someone did comment the other day, Yorkie, that your reads were getting worse, but they were more entertaining. I just want to throw that out before we start. Uh, Bobby, uh, the pro, you you take it away. As always, our show held together by Renfrew Pro, the original hockey tape, cloth hockey tape that, and this is a big one, it's hand terrible. Moisture resistant, helps with puck control, <laughs> and it's available at all major retailers. You can find them at renfrewpro.com. It's the one with the green core. They are also available at all major retailers. And 
Uh, you can follow. Oh, you, you, well, you, you ghosted me Wait. on follow them on Instagram. Nope. Instagram, excuse me. Hang uh, on. Hang no, on. I'm not Alex. Alex. Wait, change the board. There we oh, go. There we go. And as always, they're doing free tape Friday. Give them a follow on Instagram at Renfrew Pro. Tag your teammates. You have unlimited entries. Share to your story. You get 10 bonus entries. So they're they're doing some giveaways. Get on, get on there and get going, folks. Get her going. Renfrew Pro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. I hate, actually, I don't like doing this read. I prefer Renfrew Pro, but uh, for the show. I know. I know. Uh, thanks again to Bonisher Excavating, um, helping to shape the Ottawa Valley as always. What's so funny? Uh, I just, <laughs> Equipment I just rentals, enjoy. aggregate and topsoil sales, you name it, they've got it. They're hiring for the summer. Um, and that's all I got to say about uh, Bonisher. Great company. Thanks for your support, fellas. We love you. Uh, give them a call if you're looking to uh, get some landscaping done for the summer. Also, uh, 613-432-1120. Go to bonisterexcavating.com. And a reminder, please slow down in construction zones this summer when you're you driving go. down the highway at 130 kilometers an hour. Uh, <laughs> so we are back next week. Uh, Monday, we're going to have our NHL picks uh, for the Stanley Cup playoffs. And Yorkie will have to take Florida now for the rest of the playoffs. Um, and we will... <laughs> Tuesday, we'll down, break down the Florida, send season. Florida's taken down yeah. Carolina if they get them in the first round. I don't know if it's possible tonight because they play tonight. Yeah. And if they and if they win, I think Jersey has a chance to flip-flop Carolina. So I don't know if they – and if they lose, they get Boston. So I, I didn't like what doing, I saw uh, from Carolina. No, I don't either. But are we doing a pick for every round in the first round here? Correct. For every series? Okay, on just for, just the first correct. round to start. Okay. All yeah, right. I mean, you can throw in your cup, who you think is going to win the cup final if you want, but uh, we're uh, yeah. we're going to break down all eight series. I got to get my bracket out. I'll be ready. Oh, and yep. I will say, although uh, there's a friend of yours, Bobby, who uh, I don't know how he, her name's Savvy, uh, for lack of a better term, in the chat. She has one of your game worn jerseys, which she is uh, selling. So um oh, no if you'd like to buy it go ahead but but yeah so and i forget i think it's from perhaps your last game although i'm not 100 sure um anyway oh, it's being auctioned off he was one of my favorite fans ever one of the nicest people ever uh i yes. always anaheim days and yeah yeah just a very cool person so uh get on there and give her some cash for the jersey it's only going to go up in, in value <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> uh anyway um we will, uh, there is request for you two to start in on a chat. We will figure that out through the off season as we get going here. But uh, thanks to everybody who's been in the chat for this one. Uh, it's been lively. It's been entertaining. To you two, uh, I enjoy this one. I will see you Monday as uh, the off season continues and we'll chat about what's all going to transpire and how Alex Dabrinkit is going to win over Yorkie and become his favorite player. <laughs> Love it. See you, See you guys. Boys. Enjoy the weekend. Have a good weekend. Coming in hot is brought to you by Botano.ca. Please hit that like button and subscribe to our channel to never miss an episode. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.